and I will say it again. Richard Nixon is an ugly man. Do you ever, isn't it? The Kelly like, just coming out here with controversial opinions <laughs> left and right. And I'm like god. looking at these still pictures of him. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Which is really rude. But he's that ugly. He's, he is like every picture you've seen of him is a nice picture. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 you see some of like, like they have some of some the like. The candidates. The candidates. Yeah. And you're like, oof. Especially like in profile. You're like, oof. Yeah. Hi! Uh, you know, I even knew it was going to come this time. I, I braced myself, but I still... I knew it was going to happen, yeah. but it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I like yeah. to give it a pause too long for Mary to kind of look at me like, hello. Yeah, I was leaning into in. it. Yep. I think that's the issue. I was like leaning into it, and then you blah, blasted me away. It's yep. crazy. Uh, welcome to Categorical Oracle, the podcast where three librarians organize pop culture's junk drawer. I'm Kelly, and with me are my fellow oracles, Mary Johnston and Andrew Crawford. What's up? Okay, you know. Getting excited about November. November. (laughs) (laughs) No, it is a very good time to already be talking about elections because primaries are coming up, guys. Uh, We are talking about elections because it is 2020 and it's very important. But we're not only talking about elections for that reason, we're talking about them because our list today is about fictional U.S. presidents. Yeah, you can hear about people you don't have to worry about choosing between. Yes, these people are already president and you did not vote for them because they are not real. (laughs) A fictional version of you voted voted for them. (laughs) Or didn't. And is mad. Man, isn't it? Wouldn't it be funny if that's how, like, casting presidents worked in movies? They actually... They were, they were so like, no, no, get into character, method, act, and we cast could, your vote. We're going to need millions of dollars, not for your salary, for the campaign. For the Which campaign. is also really funny because you would have to get way in. Because one thing I noticed on this list is some, I mean, Oscars are. some of them that are more realistic <clears throat> definitely have a political party that they ascribe to. Or, yes. or it's implicit that they right. do. But yeah. other ones are just like, hey. He's an American. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one that have women presidents explicitly are usually pretty explicit. Yeah. But yeah, we can touch on that in a moment. Mm. Uh, so let's dive right in with uh, one of the most famous, I think, uh, mm-hmm. Josiah Edward Bartlett, played by Martin Sheen from The West Wing. Ugh. Ew. Uh, so uh, Jed Bartlett is the folksy president of The West Wing. Uh, he he was president of the United States from 1999 to 2007. Not how <laughs> that works. Yeah, that's just what it said. <laughs> don't worry about it. Okay. Just okay. don't worry okay. about yeah. it. Uh, that's the least of our worries. Yeah. <laughs> um, during his first run for president, he was diagnosed with relapsing remitting multiple sclerosis but keeps it secret until he was running for a second election where he wins in a landslide. Um, designed to be the ideal liberal president, Jed is fiercely intelligent, has infallible integrity, and is compassionate with a sense of humor. It's amazing how like the idea of that ideal liberal president changes over time, isn't it? Oof. Yeah, I mean, he's still kind of an ideal liberal president. Mm. Well, he's a neo-lib yeah, yeah, president. Totally. I mean, he's absolutely... If like, we were up to Nancy Pelosi and there was somebody at all who were, was like Bartlett, she would be like, this yeah. guy, this him. guy, him, this guy. Yeah. Him. Now, she's just, now she's just stuck with Biden and she's like... <sighs> <sighs> Fine. But I all, hope, I all hope they choke on their own neoliberal steak bullshit. Yeah. That's all very good points. One thing I want to write out, guys, is... Is Jed short for Josiah, or did he combine his first and middle name, I Josiah? I think he combined his first so and middle name. <laughs> I've never noticed that 
I, 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 I mean, like, it, could, it could be it could be short for for Josiah, but I just don't think it is. <sighs> You've watched more of The West Wing than I have, which is like four seasons. Yes, that, yeah, that's still that's still a, a, still a yeah. fair amount. I mean, that's back when seasons were like twenty six episodes long. Yeah. I will say that it became the problem was that it became so repetitive that I could not watch it anymore. You know why it became so repetitive? Because nothing changes. Yes, <laughs> he gives a lovely speech about something and no bills are passed. It's historically they some was, bills. It was the most uh, the least le- le- legislative uh, term of any president. But, yeah. Talked but, about doing things. But yeah, they talk do about doing a lot of stuff. So, I would like to I would like to um uh, give a little plug to a far more oh, successful yeah. podcast than our podcast. I, this was on the list solely so Mary could yeah. have, have a platform. They, they need our help. If <laughs> you are a listener, they do not need our help. If you we are, need their help. Yeah. <laughs> help. Quid, quid pro quo. Whoa, God, no. No, 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 no. I would not I would not even begin to get into that with Dave Anthony um, <laughs> at all. Um, uh, but if you listen to the dollop, dear listeners, um, and you like Dave Anthony's particular brand of enraged comedy, <laughs> you can listen to on top volume on your I phone, mean, highest setting you can get because it's a little bit quiet. And then a little bit loud. A podcast called The West Wing Thing. Yes. Which basically is... Which two, does have the best theme song. Which does have an outstanding theme. Yes. Themes. Theme songs. Themes songs, yes. There's one for each season. Um and basically, it's um, Dave Anthony and his friend, who I do not remember the name of, but is also very smart, talking about how uh, Bartlett is like a clown shoes president. Yeah. And, and basically, like comparing um, leftist policy with like the way that the neo libs have. And they point out a lot of stuff that, I mean, like I and Kelly and I have talked about this because yeah. uh, she's watched, so you've watched four seasons of West Wing, which yep. is more than I have. Um, but how, like, Kind of, they treat all the women like they're dummies. Yes, and the only character, the only female character who is not treated like a dummy is written like a man, which is CJ. And, e- and even yeah. then, they, tr- I mean, like they still like, treat her not. The clips well. I've seen do seem to have her focusing a lot more on like makeup than the thing that. She well, was but I'm also I'm also just which, looking for yeah. the for like the worst, most egregious ones. I think it's no, she's smart, but the thing is that like there's lots of times, based on my understanding of it, that like. They explain policy to her, and you're like, she know that, yeah. I, she, I and think, isn't she a klutz? Yeah, she's a big klutz. I, I understand the like the point she plays in the plot is that they are explaining it to her because she is supposed to explain it to reporters. I get that. That means they are explaining. But it to Sorkin us, the could just as easily, but they have could, yes. her explain it to any of the other male characters, yes. except that she probably is... Well, she, Rob Lowe is just a speechwriter, right? Yes. So she's technically higher than he is. She is. But she's not higher than Josh. No. Yeah. Because he's assistant. Uh, he's like chief of staff. Yeah. He's chief of staff, yeah. So. Assistant. Oh, assistant. Who is Leo the chief of staff? Is. Oh, Leo, of course. Yeah. Who's and then to, CJ. Who they chief of staff. Hmm. Oh, right. Because yeah. when Leo is fired in... Yeah. Yeah, which apparently the actor like hated that, <laughs> which seems weird. You would think that that would just be like a nice way to write him off the show, and you would get his like approval. But whatever. Yeah. But um, another thing they highlight is how like not diverse this White House is. Correct. Um, and the only person of color is uh, the body secretary to the president. Yep. <laughs> yeah. What a fascinating title. What? That's basically does that mean. Well, it's like his personal secretary basically it basically means you don't have like 
You don't. You're a secretary in a most traditional sense of the word, right? Well, the body trimming snake like this. But you're she's... you're like his. There, he's his body man, is what they call it. So okay. like he carries his bag. There are discussions about how it looks to be carrying his bag, and then they decide it's great. Yeah, Make they decide sure, it's sure that he's wearing the right clothing and that his pants are pressed. Kind of, sort yeah. of like a valet. That's what I'm saying. It's like, not even, okay. but it's not as it's not as clear cut as that because mm-hmm. he definitely. He definitely still does secretarial duties, but I don't know if that's a real thing or if that's a... But he's not, whereas the other, and this probably is not even really the case, but it could be. I don't know. I don't work in the White House. But you know how, like, all the other characters sort of, like, deal with, like, bills passing and Mm -hmm. will, like, discuss Mm -hmm. that sort of... He kind of does it, but it's only at times when it, like, expressly relates to, like, the president. It's, like, trying to change the president's mind. Or if Uh, there's a very special episode where they deal with, like, racism, he might have some lines about it. He also lost his mom, who was a cop. Yes. uh, To, like, a a criminal of some sort. Like, she lost her life on duty. Yeah. And so they'll, they'll trot him out to say something, like, from his personal experience in episodes that deal with police violence and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so he he's allowed to anecdotally know stuff, but he's not like there's never a moment where it's like let's have a mo-, like you explain this policy to, yeah. to a woman in the room. So so what I'm hearing is that Jed Bartlett is not a racist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, uh, you know what? I will say, I don't think that Jed Bartlett is a racist. I think that Aaron Sorkin is, though. Yeah. Um, Coming after you, Sorks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's hard because it's it was so good for a long time, and then we watch it now with 2020 eyes. <laughs> with 2020 vision, Kelly. 2020 vision, ooh. and it's like, ooh. How many times are we going to hear that exact phrase? I know. That's year? true. It's Why this that on this yeah, list. On my, this, on this uh, list. In the next hour and a half. Yeah. How many yeah. times are we going to say that? Um, yeah, and I mean, I think kind of like what the West Wing guys are talking, the West Wing thing guys are talking about is like this, they, I think, overstate this to some degree, but it's hard to argue when you see kind of, when you talk to like comfortable upper middle class liberal people and they're just like, can you, like they seem more upset, a lot of them they seem more upset that like Trump is embarrassing versus the fact that like Trump is imprisoning children. Mm. Yes. And this show, I think is not why, but it's a symptom of that thought process Mm. where it's like, can't we have this smart, eloquent man up there. And who cares if he does anything? Yeah. But he he's the perfect version of it. Like, mm-hmm. he can quote scripture to, he to, has a, the, to the religious Bible right. Yep. And the Bible bumpers. The Bible bumpers. Uh. Bump the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and, they would hate that. They would hate that. And he is a Nobel Prize economist. Ooh. Like, he's... Doesn't he have it? really super Catholic. Doesn't he have it? Like, it's like theology and economics. Yeah, because he was going to be... Uh, I read so much Wikipedia, you guys, and they're so such like <laughs> there are real presidents who have not as long as a Wikipedia entry <laughs> as this man does. Well, they probably not man does. Well, they probably uh, did less grand things. Yeah. yeah, but he went to Notre Dame. He got accepted to all the schools, but chose Notre Dame because he was I thinking like about they, becoming a priest. I like that they make it really clear. Like, don't worry, he was accepted to Harvard. He could have oh, gone. Yeah, he not worried. He went. To, he could have gone to Harvard. He could have gone to Yale. Anything. And then yep. he went to I think he went Princeton. to Cambridge for grad school. 
Of course. <laughs> Just to get a little bit of international <laughs> shine yeah. on him. I do, I do love that we have this like clear vision of what a, like basically what a president should be that none of them have ever actually accomplished. Totally. Like it's, but also, like, I don't know, like there's bits and pieces. Like there's no, this sort of weird composite aspect to this that is never, that you see like based on every entry in this list. Yeah, totally. You can kind of see like who people came, like. Yeah. The cut of everyone's jib. Yes. That makes sense. Cut of everyone's oh, jib, please. That's yeah. true. Also, I think a lot of these presidents, which makes total sense, and he is definitely like this, are reactionary to the president at the time. Yes. So he's like whistle, whistle clean. Totally. There is no scandal. There is nothing. He had multiple sclerosis. Yeah, his scandal is that he's like, he's like aping uh, FDR. FDR. Yeah. <laughs> um, and actually, you can. I feel like you can kind of tell that they were like, they chose to do that in the first season and then the rest of the time they're just like walking it back. They're like, yeah. ugh. <laughs> like, they have multiple sclerosis. That's like a thing. Like, ugh. Do we, we should, love this we should, plot point? should have done a little more research. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, they should have been like, he has dyslexia. Wait, they actually would never do that because it would make him seem not smart. Oof. They'd be like, he, he stubbed his toe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he has a cataract in one eye, and it's not that bad. <laughs> and it can't be operated on. He is both so one day, <laughs> it will can't be operated on, nor will it ever get worse. Yeah. yeah. It, it'll stay a standard amount. He um, is both nearsighted and farsighted. Luckily, a great patriot, Benjamin Franklin, invented bifocals. Thank. So he's using a very American solution America. to a very American problem. America. Who do you think uh, who do you think Benjamin Franklin stole that idea from? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, good question. No um, one will ever know. Um but uh Bartlett is in a direct reaction to Clinton. Totally. Like, because Clinton was kind of like, oh, I don't know, fries. Saxophone and like you guys hear a song? Yeah, like <laughs> rife with scandal. Yeah. Yeah. And that actually, that's, if I may, that's a good segue into my, my first category. Perfect. Go for it. Pardon me. So, uh, as I tend to do, I came up with a, with a, with a theme for my categories, guys. And ooh, what a doozy it ended up being. Um, so we're talking about fake presidents. What I've done is for all of my categories, they are literally campaign slogans (laughs) used by actual presidents and actual presidential candidates from the past. I have not changed a single word. I will not give additional context. His category is we like Ike. Oh, no, that's, that's, oh, girl, you're not even ready for this. The first one, that was a little bit of a softball, because I think, um, I think it's, it's, it, it made sense. Um, so taking it back to 1980, Ronald Reagan, let's make America great again. Well, why do I bring this up? Why, why this one for Jed Bartlett? Because Jed Bartlett is, if Ronald Reagan was a Democrat, that's, that's his whole deal. He's folksy. He doesn't actually care oh, about... Oh, like personality-wise? Like, personality he doesn't actually do anything good for non-white upper-middle class men. That's, <laughs> um, yep. I feel like Jed Bartlett, that's the rude to Jed Bartlett, because Jed Bartlett wasn't actively like taking money out of people's mouths or annoying, <laughs> ignoring AIDS. Yeah. Probably he wouldn't ignore AIDS. But there would be times where he'd be like, he would be, can we talk... Like. They would have had conversations and been like, Mr. President, you are so brave for talking about gay people. And that's I'm it. Sure. <laughs> and that's kind of what I'm alluding to. Like, I know, obviously, Reagan was a legitimate uh, demonic monster. monster. Um, Bartlett would have done less permanent damage. Yes. But, but that's, he, like, but true of anybody. I think that is, that is clearly the emphasis. That is sort of the thrust of his character. Also, uh, I thought it was funny to point out how deeply unoriginal <laughs> Donald oh, Trump was in that regard. Is, yeah. Just stole Ronald Reagan's campaign And took campaign the thin slogan. blue line, too. Oof. Um... Mm. 
I, fo- I mean, I focused on the fact that he's like supposed to be the smartest man in the room mm-hmm. at every time, but that no one expects him to actually, or like, but no one minds that he doesn't do anything. Um, so I called him a, he's a philosopher kings for that neolib zing. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> uh, I just kind of got stuck on the idea of him be, having to be like the idealized version so I just called it a perfect political proficient mm. <laughs> <laughs> I like that oh nice uh, what was yours again Mary? Uh, philosopher calling on Plato's Republic mm. philosopher kings for that neo-lib saying I think at this point uh, that's when might go to you because that is I think of, it's Mary's yeah, yeah. He's, he's supposed to be so idealized and yeah. Uh, so, man, when I this is like the first time in a long time that I revisited the well, at least the Wikipedia page for <laughs> Plato's Republic, and I was like, "What a bunch of dodos!" <laughs> oh my gosh! They were doing the best of what they had. I suppose they were like, "We just need to find a perfect man. Where's the perfect man? Uh, and then bro, everything will be fine." Yeah, we'd settle for a perfect boy and let him grow into a perfect man, but really, we need well, to we start. would settle for a perfect boy. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next person on our, a president on our list is Fitzgerald Thomas not Grant the Third. Not, not a boy. Not Bartlett in any way. Not a Bartlett in any but, way. But how, you know, there's like with, the, with those assuming there's, there's like clearly like a model for presidential names too. Totally rich. Like, yeah, Fitzgerald Thomas Grant the Third, rich it's like, and like established. It is like a that is like an, a stream of consciousness statement about what do you think about the president? I don't know, Fitzgerald uh, Thomas Grant the Third <laughs> Esquire. Well, uh, this one is like a, a mush up of a bunch of other presidential yeah, names. Just push them all together. Good. Yep. 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 It's, uh, it's it's I mean it's a it's a way to do it. <laughs> so I wrote most I wrote basically all of these uh, introductions to the presidents. Uh, and I wrote them as if they were like a little encyclopedia entry, like just right. a little quick hit. This is the only one I did not write because this, it was so perfect. Because it was so perfect, I could not have possibly <laughs> written anything as perfect as this. This is literally how ABC build this character when the show was coming out on Scandal. On Scandal. Sorry, I did not say that. Hmm. Played by Tony Goldwyn. Uh, Born to lead, President Fitzgerald Grant checked every prestigious box on the way to the White House. He had the Ivy League degree, the decorated military service, the perfect wife and children, and years of experience as the governor of California, like Ronald Reagan. Mm. What he didn't didn't have was a passionate, devastating love. (laughs) He found it in Olivia Pope. A divorce, a re-election, and countless scandals later, he finally has what he wanted all along but can he hold on to both his office and the woman he loves so quick question so he was born to lead sounds like a perfect boy to me <laughs> <laughs> looks like we might have found a perfect boy back to it <laughs> uh he served as the 44th president which would be a george w bush oh, okay. oh no that's uh, obama so that's sorry obama. yeah yes uh, have you ever watched Scandal with any... I, I actually have not seen a single episode, and I, I forgot the show existed. We saw half an episode, you oh, and yeah, me. Oh, yeah, we started. I, uh, I watched some clips of him to prepare for this. Yeah, I watched a lot of it in background. Okay. Yeah. I do I am not a like Shonda Rhimes thing. Yeah. I, I don't even, even say that about myself, because I've seen her other stuff, and I don't... I lo- it's, it's, it's like perfect soapy TV. Like, totally. it's not... There's nothing wrong with it. 
scandal for whatever reason and actually there, there is a specific reason the woman who plays uh paris from the gilmore girls oh, who's yeah. also in the show drives her character drives me insane who would have thought i think that girl, <laughs> she can only play characters that drive you insane oh my gosh i didn't or really, drive I didn't, one insane i didn't really <laughs> mind paris so much like she's supposed to be like annoying on the show later seasons she was much better she, yeah she had an arc agree with agree agree absolutely when she was given a storyline she was much better and wasn't yeah. just like wasn't just like a weird villain that was like eh. <laughs> Then she was fine. But on this show, she is so grating. I can't... I can't handle it. There was, like, in the first episode... I watched the first episode, and there's a scene where she, like... They're, like, trying to crack a scandal. And she comes in, and she's, like, talking about talking about a woman that they saw some other politician with mm. and she comes in and she goes she's a whore she's a whore she's a whore oh god and I was like I have to turn this off I cannot watch this oh god what year did the show start Jesus oh it was god. so inexplicable oh. Um, oh, I mean I think it was a little bit before everyone knew that you should refer to sex workers as sex, sex workers, workers. Or, or, or like but like speaking, not that like, but like not but like right on the bleeding edge well this is the point where only like Certain type of male stand up comedian would use the word whore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Like, you would expect her to at least be like, she's a prostitute. Yeah. Yeah. Or have any sort of compassion for. Or just sing that one song, she's. 2012. That that one, that one. 2012. That's pretty close. I mean, I don't know. I, at the time when I watched it, which was not, like, maybe it was in season two at that time. Like, I probably watched this in, like, 2013. Mm -hmm. I was aware that it's that not was a not good look. Okay. Yeah, not a good look. It's not, I mean, like, yeah. it's not. I mean, it's not great, right? <laughs> like, can you imagine having to read that? Well, I think that I had a very. That. When I watched Scandal, I thought it was supposed to be like. I thought it was supposed to be kind of like The West Wing, like coming ah, into yeah, it, yeah, yeah. and I was like, "What but is like, but like, happening?" Like going, going into Grey's, Grey's Anatomy and be like, "Yar," or like, oh, yeah, 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 or like. Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah, it is exact. That's a perfect analogy. But isn't it basically just uh, it, uh, West Wing with a Republican president, right? Like that's that's the I the how ideal get, Republican. How to get away with murder? It's law and order. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And furthermore, law and order is actually murder. She wrote weird. Weird. Right? Um, oh my god. Yeah, but. So like I don't think I went into is, it. maybe I would enjoy it on the Orient Express. Whoa! Maybe I would enjoy it more if I knew it was like a kitchen sink kind of drama. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you did not have the expectations you need set to, <laughs> no. to get into this. Yeah, no. Um, but the show in general seems like too much. I would agree. It is like a classic kitchen sink. Like everything happens at every point. Uh, I think one of the things that really pulled people into that show was Olivia Pope's fashion, which is not a bad thing, but, you know. She does look good. Weird. Um, but that you would watch it yeah. every week to see what she was wearing. Specifically yeah. enough, like, this blogs. is well, Yeah, blogs would have been everywhere about this show. Yeah. I think that Carrie Washington is stunning in this role. Yes. And I think that she probably is... She's not probably. She is the best actress on this show. And so I think that her charisma and fashion and her character in general, like, is very. Pulls it through. Yeah, is, is, is like, what keeps it people interested. The the clips I saw of Fitzgerald, on the other hand. Yes. <laughs> he seems like a big creep. He would not be the person I would have cast. Hmm. Well, like, if I were Olivia Pope, not the one I'd be like him. Yeah. yeah. And there's just like a lot of weird stuff. Like I watched a lot of scenes between the two of them because obviously that's like what people want to pull clips of. Yes. Um, and I was just like, this is a weird, bad look. Because yeah. you have, as a person in an interracial relationship, 
like I like to see other ones on screen, obviously, because everybody Mm -hmm. likes to see what they are living. Yes. Can't be it if you can't see it. Yep. And um, there's something about the inherent power dynamic that's kind of icked me out. And also the fact that she is like his spin doctor. So basically he's like, <laughs> we're in a, we're having a tour de fair. Yeah. You also cover up all of my dirt. That was just like not, I didn't like it. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not a great look, especially because I do think his wife is kind of one of the best characters on the show. Mm-hmm. Like she's interesting. Does uh, she stay on past their divorce? Do you know? Yeah, she becomes the president. Oh, I don't know how scandal ends. That's amazing. (laughs) Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. Is he a Republican or a Democrat? Do we ever know? I don't think we know. I think this is one of those shows where you don't know. I mean, I I have one of the things pulled up. I'll see if it happens to say. And no, it doesn't say. I don't think we know. It's probably he's implied that he's a Democrat, but like, or you probably, whatever party you like, he's a Republican. Oh. He won the governor of California. Uh, when he was elected to presidency, winning against the Democratic challenger. He could have been an independent. This could be a, he could be a Green Party. Oh, you he, never know. Or he could be a Libertarian. Constitution Party. He's actually he's actually a Social Democrat. Yeah, he's a Republican. He's a Federalist. <laughs> he's um, a Whig. He's a Whig. <laughs> They're like, what if what if no one does this on this list? But what if you were just like, we're just going to make it up, Global Goop Party. They should. Who? Why does it need to be in this? Like, especially with some of the ones we're getting, and like, especially the ones that make, moment that are yeah. like foolish yes. anyway. It's yes. just like make this shit. The Purple uh, Water Party. What? <laughs> they have an electoral college map on this uh, scandal fandom page. Oh, why? Stop. Why would anybody need why that? Did, wait, why did <laughs> he got Wisconsin? Who did Minnesota vote for? Uh, Minnesota blue. went blue. What does of that mean? Of course they wait, did. There's yellow, orange, and blue. Yellow, red, and blue. So yeah, 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 yeah. Blue is Democrat. Okay. Red is Republican. I assume. I don't know what orange is. That is Hanging that chads. Is, that is a dark future. Hanging <laughs> chads. Yeah, it was a lot. Oh my god. They just didn't know, I yeah. guess. Oh, well, in this world, California also went Republican. Okay, which is, so. uh, but he was their governor. It's true. I mean, no. Nixon, I don't know if Nixon won California. Probably not. Reagan did, though. Reagan did. Ew. People uh, loved him. People yeah. loved they him. Loved him in that movie with that monkey. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you ready for categories? I'm ready for yeah. categories. So, I focused in on sort of like, to me, this is a version of presidential, like, presence that is not underplayed, which I think is kind of what we get with Bartlett, Mm -hmm. which is like, it's politics, but it's also like a drama. So like the politics are explained to you, but like nothing like nothing really that crazy is going to happen. Yes. Then you have really realistic stuff, which we haven't got to yet, but we will. And then you have stuff that is just so bonkers crazy that it like eclipses. It's like eclipses the the facts of the situation. Um, so this is a category that I used in two different spots with t- a different like precursor and then the same end, but it means the same sort of thing, which is this looked at like the situations that we've had in the past and was like, we're going to go way bigger with it. So I called this Monica Lewinsky. <sighs> okay. This is where my, this is where things take off from my list. <laughs> so again, just as a reminder, my categories are actual slogans used by presidential candidates throughout history. I will be delivering them without additional context 
here goes. So the Sojo so scandal, never watched it. My understanding, based on the description that I read and the things that I saw, was that it's it's going to be kind of a sexy, but like ooh, sexy, edgy kind of show, right? Like a like you know, you might like go to a bar and then go with your mistress or whatever the fuck the show is about. I, I guess yeah. So I, I look back to, into the annals of history and uh, to to the year nineteen twenty. To uh, to one Warren G. Harding, a slogan used in his campaign. That slogan, presented without further ado, is uh, simply uh, "cocks and cocktails." Great, <laughs> cocks and cocktails. Cocks and cocktails. C O X cocks. Just so we're clear, uh, I'm assuming Cox was his uh, running mate, uh, opponent, and he opposed him because he likes drinking cocktails. Cox Prohibition and cocktails. Yeah. Cox and cocktails was a president going slogan. on the offensive. That actually is like a good <clears throat> spin. Yeah, they're talking about you. Talk about somebody else. Yeah, you know what? Cox and cocktails. Cox and That's co- what I'm saying. Actually, to be honest with you, I'm surprised <laughs> that didn't work in his uh, opponent's favor. Yeah, people be like, "Well, both those things." Great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of tagging off yours, I uh, kind of I got into a, it is the sexy aspect of it. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. is meant to be sexy and that is why he is president is because he is sexy. People voted because he is sexy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I called this Hail to the Beef Cake. <laughs> oh! Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's you, Kelly. I'm going to go and see yeah, that. Is, uh, <laughs> I also have a very similar joke and I think they're going to be for the uh, same category. Oh, yeah, I'm like super excited yeah. about it. Uh, this uh, is the category that I was a little sick on Friday and I woke up in the night and was like, I need to write this down. <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> Amazing. I um, Just a fun fact. Uh, this isn't one of my categories, but in uh, 1988, Walter Mondale used the phrase, where's the beef? Co-opted the phrase "Where's the beef?" Yeah, from a Wendy's commercial. From a, from a <laughs> Wendy's commercial. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's Wendy's. Co-opted the phrase "Where's the beef?" Uh, from, in reference to his other candidates, uh, what he saw as a, a substantial, paltry. unsubstantial uh, campaign promises. <sighs> <sighs> so there's that. Wow. The things you learn. <laughs> Wild. All right. Our next president, our first lady president, is uh, Selena Meyer, who is played by Julie Louis Dreyfus on Veep. She has the longest, because she is a very well-thought-out president. Uh, Selena Meyer served as the 45th and 47th president of the United States. Uh, She's the second president in history to serve two non-consecutive terms. Selena ran as president unsuccessfully in 2008 and 2012, where she came third in the primaries and was ultimately selected to be Stuart Hughes' running mate. She ascended to the presidency for the first time after Hughes' recognition resignation in 2016 and managed the presidency while campaign while campaigning to be reelected. She lost and left in 2017 to run the Meyer Fund, which later got in trouble with the FBI for financial misappropriation. <laughs> uh, she ran and ultimately won the presidency in 2020. Despite being hailed as the first female president and vice president, she is generally considered to be one of the uh, one of the most ineffective presidents in American history and her presidency is usually ranked amongst the worst. <laughs> yep. Um, do you like Veep? I do like Veep. I really like Veep. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I I need to go back and watch it. I watched like the first like three seasons and then fell off. So I need to go back and rewatch. I haven't all seen of it. the most recent season. Yeah. So I haven't seen her. I haven't seen like the af- the aftermath of her being president. Yet. Yes. Um. But I really like the show. I like to save the show up and then like binge watch it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's part of it. But I think it's great. Yes. So it came out in like 2012, right? Yes. Yeah. So we didn't even know 
We had no idea. <laughs> but I, I consider this sort of like the anti-West Wing in that. So the West Wing wants you to believe that everyone in politics is smart. <laughs> is 2012 yes. doing a is like hugely sacrificing their own life to yes. be a politician and does it because and like is honorable and, and in this yes mm-hmm. and in this and everyone for competent yes in yeah. this everyone is a little bit dumb <laughs> is maybe making big sacrifices but most of them are because of their own extreme flaws yes and uh, nobody is competent yes <laughs> like there's a big old mess this is apparently supposed to be like the most realistic president <laughs> show which I do believe because watching these impeachment yeah. hearings man our members of Congress are dumb uh, yeah this appeals to that sort of existentialist yeah. impulse where you're like yeah no one actually knows what's going on but you know we're just trying we're, we're just doing our make best, it best. We're yeah. doing what we can with this I mean they must have had they must have had uh like people people helping them consultants and things to write this show yes this way i know that for certain because they were on pod save america Mm. and they talked to yes i think tommy and john yes but i don't think they realized how true to life it was gonna be it was one of those shows it's like the the americans that show yeah where they were like we have this idea it's a good idea it's something that people think about like it has a nugget of truth to it and then as the years progressed they were like Oh, <laughs> yes. oh no! Oh no! Oh no! This now happened. it's very evident that we are very, very correct. There yes. are still Russian spy families. So <laughs> I'm gonna. Cl- so I. Are we gonna categories? We can I do get, categories right now. Yeah. yeah sure. So I called this not on, but more up the nose. Parenthetical of Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I think for me, what's fascinating about the character of Selena Myers is that she, in so many respects, I don't, I don't think intentionally set out to do this, but it became such, such a fantastic parody of like sort of neoliberal perspective. Like she is an elite. Uh, she's clearly intended to be a Democrat. Uh, I think she is. She is she's, she's explicitly a Democrat. Um, and is sort of of uh, is rich is economically up crust and simply does not actually seem to care about the needs of people, but rather sustaining no, herself no. and her own sort of class needs. Yes. So yes. it becomes this truly brilliant piece of parody. Well, her, frankly, her, her ego, ego needs. Yes. That, that emerge largely from this sort of yeah, upper class yes. perspective and desire. Um, so I went, with, I went back to 1888 uh, to Benjamin Harrison, whose campaign slogan was rejuvenated republicanism, because that is, in fact, Ooh. that attitude and that experience uh, is sort of one of the things that Give a little boost to the the old boys in red. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Rough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I called this failing on up <laughs> to the White House. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank you for that representation. Thank mm-hmm. you. I loved it. I like any time you sing, but especially <laughs> that was good. Um, I'm kind of torn between you two. Ooh. I feel like I like the bounce. I feel like the bounciness of Kelly's category fits the show really well mm-hmm. because I think the show also rec- like recognizes the <laughs> incredible like uh, heart- actually heartbreaking paradox which is that all of these people are making so many decisions per day with such bare bones information that probably none of it will matter regardless of what they choose yeah but that it impacts the world so incredibly grateful, <laughs> like in a great, like a strong way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also like your category because oh. I feel like it's, it's it's like it fits this. They both fit it in different ways. Yours fits the overall tone of the show, Kelly. And Andrew's yours fits like, I think, the, the <laughs> darkness, <laughs> darkness of the show. Sure. So I can't. I don't know. I'm torn. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. 
Um, I think that Kelly should get it though. Okay. I think yep. like you're right. The, the tone is correct. Yep. And I think th- I, I, mine will have another day. Yeah. This is yeah. this is the strongest category for or this is the strongest example of this category. Yes. I will yeah. say. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. And and it also still has the darkness in there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, she literally fails up. She does. It's literally what she does. That's what she does. Uh, that was also one of those things where I was just like, you know, you put in placeholders and it's just like, failing up. That was the, that was the <laughs> note. And then all of a sudden I was like, failing on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm really excited for you to say the name of this next person. Oh, Thank you. Yeah. Dwayne Elizondo, Mountain Dew, Herbert Camacho. <laughs> Is that close enough? Yeah. Sure. Played by Terry Crews. Played by Terry Crews and Idiocracy. Uh, I am not going to say his name again. Inherited a so dire storm. Dwayne, just say Dwayne. Dwayne. <laughs> I, I like to. Call, I've decided for this list. I'm calling everyone by their first name. Perfect. Okay. President okay. Dwayne <laughs> inherited a dire situation in the United States. Uh, the nation is facing food shortages, dust bowls, and a crippled econom- economy. Uh, President Camacho. Camacho. Whatever. Dwayne. Uh, President Dwayne is a strong man who dresses like a toddler, very proud of America. <laughs> he is loud, brash, and promises things that are not entirely possible. It might also make some more sense for those of you who have not seen Idiocracy. Yes. This is the far distant future, basically. Um, uh, oh, man. The conceit of the film, which was, I think, uh, presents sort of a critical challenge to look at, is that um, basically smart people don't have a lot of babies, and dumb people do. Yeah. So that in time... Um, they end up they just dominating end up the population. That's, and, that's, the, that's the central joke. Of and the, the story yeah. is told from the point of view of Luke, Will, the, Luke Wilson, Luke Wilson mm-hmm. playing a character, obviously. Yes. Who um, has been frozen and then gets dethought accidentally. He's also the most average man statistically yes. that they can find. And yes. you know they also send him with a sex worker. You remember that part of that movie? Uh, yeah, well, I read this. I remember seeing Idiocracy. Like, I mean, how old is Idiocracy? I would guess it was like two thousand eight. Yeah, two thousand eight. Yeah. I remember seeing it. I remember every poli sci major I knew being like, "Yeah, this is an amazing movie." And I and I thought it was funny. Like, yeah. I didn't. I was not as political then than, as I am now. But I remember being like, "Yeah, funny, funny." Yeah. Um, and. Reading about it now, I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> yeah. oh no!" Yeah, it's oh, it's no. one of those things that's aged a bit. Interesting. I think, like, really, the career of Mike Judge uh, goes really all over the place with things that have aged well and things that have not. Uh, King of the Hill, brilliant, aged love well. it. But Beavis there are parts of it that are not good. Of course, yeah. I, I would say Beavis and Butthead, less so. Um, Daria. Daria, great. Great. Democracy. Ooh. If only because so much of the... I think it intends really well to be like a very sort of... Coming from sort of a very progressive perspective, but it's the kind of the ultimate neoliberal I think so, yeah. In which like... In which the working class are fundamentally looked down upon. Because they're stupid. Because they are stupid. Or that people yeah. are working class because they are stupid. Which seems very weird to me. Republican. Which seems weird to me coming from Judge because his work on... Uh, he His other work seems to imply that, like, blue-collar people... Like are worthy, earth, yeah. are worthy, at least worthy of consideration. Like yeah. they're not always, they're not always like smart, and sometimes they're wrong. His characters are f- always flawed, but they're not. They have stories worth telling. Yeah, yes. that's like that's why King of the Hill stands as a good show, and that it is, right. it is, it is a story which provides nuance and understanding to people that are easy to sort of write yes. off. You know, that's, but this. Yeah. I, when I, I so I rewatched I rewatched the uh, State of the Union address that Dwayne yeah. gives in this, and I was like, "This is racist. This is straight up racist. The fact that you think that what's going to happen that's bad 
in America is that young people are going to take over and everyone's going to use like slang Slang. words that are, I thought, pretty much directly like aping the way that urban black youths talk and we'll hire and we'll get a president who's like this strong, crazy black man and that that's a bad thing. I was like, no, I mean, like, honestly, it probably be better if we had if we had a president that spoke like this compared to. What we have now, which is a white man who also is not a white eloquent. man who thinks that you have to flush ten to fifteen times. <laughs> yeah, to oh, use the bathroom. Uh, I'm sorry. What? This is. Oh, you're not following this. Oh, no. Trump is very concerned about toilets. Like these days in the these, past, around last Christmas. Uh, yeah, <laughs> around last Christmas. Yeah, uh, he stated that he's having the EPA look at the regulations because of the water flow is not uh, enough, and so you have to flush the toilet ten to fifteen times. I'm very worried about his bowels. I mean, like, so just, worried I'm about deeply his unsurprised about his bowels, given his fast food. <laughs> um, and yet he's still alive somehow. God. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe yeah. in 2020, Ugh. he's not. Ugh. But I just, I, I feel. have to go back and cut this because he died in the meantime. <laughs> oh, oh, no. But I was, I was pretty shocked. Yes. At how poor this movie is aged. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's bad. bad. Do you remember how it ends? It ends happily, right? It does. Like, because he solves all the problems. And all the problems are solved because the the people have been watering their plants with energy drinks. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's why there's a food shortage. So he replaces the f- energy drinks with water. And they don't like that initially. Yes. But then they start getting food and eventually he is elected president. It is one of those things. He being Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson. Mm-hmm. It is one of those things where I, I was reading about it, but I guess it was basically that energy drinks lobbied and were just like. That actually is one of the, I think, better like satirical things in yes. this. But it does kind That's of. kind of the end of it. You know what's a really bad satirical part of it? Uh, when you go to a Starbucks and you get a hand job. Oh, Whoa. Gosh. Do you remember that? No. no. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I do remember that they make a big deal. And I, I assume that this was very funny satire at the time. But they make a big deal. So he is military. He's a librarian. Yes. Hateful. And they're going to be mean to us, guys. I know. I was like, oh, gosh. And then they... Also, Luke Wilson, a librarian. <laughs> <laughs> now you're being hateful to Luke. Mm-hmm. What? Um, and then they take a very the most average person in the world is a librarian. Excuse me. <laughs> um, and then they made a big joke about how there were no suitable women in the military, oh, that's and right. that's why they had to get a sex worker. And they make a giant deal out of the fact that they basically get her because someone pays her pimp, so oh, she's God. tricked. Oh God! And then and then they make an even bigger deal out of the fact that when she is defrosted. Whereas Luke Wilson is like, I don't like know how to live in this world. She's like, I know how to live in this world. I'm going to go back to my profession. And they're and ha ha, isn't that funny? Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> um, so I guess technically I am not I am not giving a category that's great for Dwayne. <laughs> I'm giving a category that I feel like represents the political spectrum and like what this I think this film is trying to tell us which is that smart people should be in charge of everything and dumb people are um poor are poor people are dumb because and that's why they're poor yeah and like can't run stuff so i call this philosopher kings for that mm-hmm. neolib thing because mm-hmm. yeah. i think luke wilson is the ultimate philosopher king in this world literally <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> literally uh, <laughs> i once again called this a failing out mm-hmm. to the white house um because I think in this movie, I think it tends to be a sort of liberal perspective, but is in fact the, the insistence that people are 
uh, be poor, poor because of sort of innate limitations of themselves and the world that this creates is very much a Republican perspective. I went with uh, back to Benjamin Harrison, rejuvenated Republicanism, because this is the world I think that Republicans actually imagine, even though it's supposed to be the world that. Though, because it's like. Um, like a return to return to a select number of people being in charge mm-hmm. because nobody else can take care of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I can be convinced of that. Okay. I'll take that. I'm mm. very convinced about Mary's though. Oh. Yeah. 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 I think yours is more spot on. I know right? yours isn't a, technically not, about the president. It's not about Dwayne. But, but it is about Luke Wilson once he becomes president. Mm-hmm. Which... Which, and it, and the interplay between the two of them. Yes, it's, it's a stretch, but I'm I'm willing to allow it. Okay. Uh, I just want all the dear listeners to know how much work it was to find presidents of color and female presidents. <laughs> let's do better. Let's do better. Also, let's have a cocktail. What do we have? What do we have on tap today? Today we have a Dolly Madison. A distinctly not fictional first lady. A distinctly not fictional first lady. She was a great uh, second, fourth president's wife, Madison. Yes, fourth. Uh, uh, basically, it's just a whiskey sour. So it's got some uh, lemon, some bourbon, a little bit of powdered sugar, and an ice, and then you mix it all up. Mm, yum. Yep. This is what she was serving to people while she was convincing them to not abandon Washington, D.C. During yep. the War of 1812. Because yep. those damn Canadians. <laughs> That's right. Um, if you want to know more about Dolly Madison, there, I feel like there's no finer way yes. to enter enter in and learn about her than watching the drunk history about first ladies. <laughs> yes. from the first season, right? The first season. The yes. best episode, honestly. Casey Rose Wilson is the... Yeah, I love that episode. It's the best episode. I love that episode. It's very good. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yum. Cheers. Yum. Cheers. All right, next president on our list, Thomas J. Whitmore, played by Bill Pullman in Independence Day. Is this is this our first guy who doesn't have a presidential name stuck in there? I mean, I guess Thomas. But. Thomas, pretty. Uh, he was the 42nd president of the United States from 1993 to 2001. Okay. So. So I'm wrong. Ugh. I know. But 1999 was not election year. Sure was. Jed. <laughs> Uh, prior <laughs> or ninety eight rather. Prior to entering politics, he was a fighter pilot in the Gulf War. Fa- that comes in handy. Sure does. <laughs> uh, he was probably a fine president, but he's most known for the War of nineteen ninety six. Very funny to say. Very funny uh, to say. <laughs> when aliens arrive and start destroying cities. When what date do they come on? They've come on the 4th of July, Independence Day. Deeply convenient for us, really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not like not like loss of life-wise. Terrible. Terrible. Ter- convenient for them. Uh, yeah. Thematically, uh, thematically, it works great. Works well, great. Well, actually, don't they come a little bit before so that they can, when they finally win its Independence Day? Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whitmore refused to evacuate uh, cities that were threatened to be destroyed, uh, but issued evacuation order he refused to evacuate, but eventually ev- issued evacuation orders to all targeted cities, but was too late and all the cities were destroyed, presumably the people in them. Af- 
after the first counterattack was unsuccessful, he led a second counterattack piloting an F-18 Hornet while the computer nerds uploaded a virus to the alien system. Computer it's, system. It's sort of like World War, War of the Worlds, but nerdier. Yeah. <laughs> they give them a virus, but it's a computer virus. Yeah. yeah. Before, uh, before taking off, he gives them one of the most badass speeches in American history. It's true. Yeah. Uh, but then he actually passes his bill. His Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. <laughs> and by that I mean he flies the plane and Jeff Goldblum saves everybody. Saves everybody. And then they become well, best Will friends. Will Smith mm-hmm. drives him around. Oh, yeah. What does Will Smith do? Wait, I thought he flew the plane. Will Smith Will- flo- flows, flo- flows, flies <laughs> the, uh, the alien The computer show. nerds. Yes. That's yeah. right. Yep. It's honestly one of the finest movie presents in history, I think no one it's would very hard that, to fault yeah. him. He even has a golden retriever. <laughs> he does have a golden retriever. <laughs> I remember worrying about that golden retriever who does survive. He does. Yeah. I What I think is great about it is he is great. His wife is great. Like, I yeah. like that duo that they're both really good. And that he, I mean, Independence Day is hard to say that there's a main character, but <laughs> like, we do follow him. He's one of the main three. It's yeah. Goldblum, Will Smith, and Bill Pullman. Yes. Yeah. But there is an entire side story with his wife. Yes, of course, of so, course. But I would not consider. I don't think she's I like she I don't, who is who is her actress. See, mm. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yes, no, I agree. Yeah, I, I mean, I love I love Independence Day. Yes, yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, this is one of Mary's and my first uh, not real arguments. Mary's and I disagreement about this list, which is that Bill Pullman is fine. I think <laughs> Bill Pullman is fine. He's just not for me. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> He's a little bit too. Like, he's a little bit too smooth. <laughs> this is going to make my category really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I acknowledge in my category that this is a nice-looking man. This is a nice-looking yeah. man. And a nice acting man. Yeah. A nice acting man. Do we know if he's a Republican or a Democrat? I don't think we, we do know. know. He's one of the apolitical... He's, he's an American. He's <laughs> an American. That's yeah. what we know. Yeah. It's weird that I kind of assume that if a fictional president is sit like like they are tied to the actual president's affiliations. Like, I assume he's a Democrat because he was a fake president in the 90s. Oh, that right. like the time. But I think it's just as you could make just as good of an argument for it would be the opposite, because yeah. then that allows for more speculation. True, true. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think in this, it does not matter because what he does is not something it's not any political. president would do. Yeah. Or or at least not anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I don't think that any president would fly a beef. <laughs> right. No, but like, no. I fade well, I mean, like, you know, it. Yeah. Bone spurs. You can't get, <laughs> you can't get into that. <laughs> Come on. Um, he, like, he's like, I guess, pulling on the George Washington um, style oh, of presidency yeah. where yeah. he's like, I'm going to fight the war too. Well, I'm going out there too. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, for most of like, we are a different generation, <clears throat> but most of the presidents before. I think Bill Clinton would probably be the first who didn't have, like, a war history. Yeah, no, oh, we, yeah. we love military uh, history. I mean, like, for... again, we will say Ronald Reagan did his tour of service in Hollywood. He had to go to Burbank. <laughs> uh, so... Right. Yeah, no, 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 I mean, like, some of this but, is total, yeah. like, Candyland with the babysitter. Yeah, so... so <laughs> war like, service, but... <laughs> totally. It's not, you know... But but that is something that generally people are excited about. I mean, like yeah. think about uh, Buttigieg. Like people were like, and he's a veteran. <clears throat> they love that about him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I am not. I, I would like it if he was also a good candidate. But <laughs> nice. unfortunately, he is not. not. I wouldn't mind it about him if he was a good candidate. Yeah, I understand why that seems like a good idea. Totally. The guy's yeah. philosophy. <laughs> well, it's a lot easier to uh, not send people to war if you've been to war. Yeah. 
Well, and also like I wonder if patriotism. To war. Now I'm like kind of obsessed with Nixon. I want to learn everything. <laughs> Tell me about the it. The Vietnam War will do that for you. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Categories. Hmm. Let's do it. Guys, hold on to your butts. <laughs> so as we alluded to earlier, Thomas J. Whitmore is a sexy president. He's tough. He is handsome. He will actively go kill aliens for the for the for the people of the world. I think we, we forget that about Independence Day. It's not just about America. It's about making the world a better place. And that's 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 hot. We can all agree. So I dug back, and this is spoilers, this is the category that really cemented my decision to pursue this approach for my list. It's the year 1928. Oh, no. The candidate is Al Smith. Obviously didn't win. His campaign slogan, make your wet dreams come true. <gasps> what? <laughs> Prohibition. Prohibition. Whoa. <laughs> make your wet dreams come true. <laughs> I wonder if it's the same Al Smith and is in the Al Smith dinner. Must be, right? It's gotta be. Oh, baby. I don't know. I just... Uh, you guys, you like the big, the big bacchanal? Yeah. Yeah, it has to be. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just like... Uh, he must have been like a, a famous... Make it work. If you're if you're bored, just 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 look at how people have have decided to run from like the phrases people have used. It didn't start. It actually, other side aside from fact, the first uh, the first actual campaign slogan was Tippy Canoe and Tyler and Tecumseh too. Um, sure, from 1840. Uh, I cannot recall who said it. Unfortunately, uh, you know what? Tippy Canoe. You know what's a little bit disturbing to me? What's that? How. <laughs> How all of these presidential slogans sound like something we would make up. I know. Okay. Presidential yeah, yeah, yeah. slogans. Why are we not? Get, how we are we not in this business? How are we not in this business? Liz, call us. Liz. <laughs> Although at the same time, I'd be like, why are you paying me to do this? Why don't you pay us to volunteer? That's true. But like hire or like get to volunteer a really good marketing Did firm. you not see? I can't believe you did not comment on the fact that you can donate to Liz and get four different uh, cross-stitch patterns that she commissioned oh, to be man. made for her. Oh. She understands who's voting and for her. And one of them yeah. is a Bailey one. They all know. She knows. She knows. Mm. She ain't no fool. She ain't no fool. <laughs> I obviously called this Hail to the Beefcake. Oof. Same joke, different permutation. I call this a Hail Boy Hail to the Chief. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you shout at him. Yeah. Why, why, why you spit on our presents. <laughs> I think Andrew has to win it. I agree. I'm so Thank you. It just agree. has to happen. I, I, I agree. History agree. won that one. Al Smith, this one goes out to you. <laughs> you beautiful, oh, God. soppy bastard. <laughs> Arf. Next president is Mary's favorite, James Marshall, played by Harrison Ford in Air Force One, who I was going to leave off the list because I thought we already had a hot president, Bill Pullman, <laughs> but she said, There's no. room for two. <laughs> well, technically, you should have two so that we can have overlapping categories. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just a good idea. Uh, James Marshall is a popular president and family man to his wife, Grace, and Sorry, daughter, Alice. and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, he is a decorated Vietnam veteran and a Medal of Honor recipient. Uh, best known for retaking Air Force One after it was hijacked by Russian terrorists preparing, pretending to be journalists. Can you imagine if a president actually did that shit? That would be like uh, simultaneously, be, like you'd have to reelect them all. Well, no. Mm, it would no. be. Mm, it would be exactly like if your president um, managed to blow up the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got. We got. We got. over that. We got other things that. to worry about. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, this is crazy. I, this is definitely like um, 
from the school of Michael Crichton. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, it might even be a Michael Crichton book. I'm uh, not sure. Yeah. Um, but like where it's like the people we elect are super competent and also action <laughs> stars. Also warriors. Also, also warriors. <laughs> also, also hot as hell. Also hot with dark hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to be sexy. I'm really glad they didn't get uh, Alec Baldwin to play this role. Oh, that would have been so weird. Oh, but you know. Was that, was that in the running? No, but oh, that's man. like such a Michael Crichton choice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The they got Harrison Ford because nobody can deliver a meaty punch to the face like Harrison Ford can. Yeah. And he needed a lot of meaty punches. He punches the <laughs> heck out of these people. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Get off my plane. Punch. Yeah. That is what's known from this movie. Oh. Um, I don't think we know his political party either. We do not. I think we know is. very little about him, actually. Yeah. Well, we know... Lots about his butt kicking abilities. We yes. don't know about him so much as a. As I know a he does like a maker. Russian. Are they? <laughs> well, at least we we have like some Cold War. Yes, there's some Cold War things happening. There. Yes, yeah, that yeah. some Cold War. Uh, uh, like uh, we don't even know what number president he is. He is <laughs> no, just the president. The Happens president to be a president. Also yeah. feels very Michael Crichton. <laughs> yeah. It's like we're going to get down into the way the minutia, but also there are going to be large pieces that we just don't care don't about. Don't talk about. <laughs> uh, featuring Glenn Close as the pre- vice president. Oh, I didn't remember. That, that is a cool aspect of yes. this. I mean, like, she's a great character in the yeah, movie too. That's fun. That is yeah. fun. So I think that, that implies maybe he's a dem. Because I would, I would so. Oh, because of a woman? I mean, I mean fair, though, it doesn't, yeah, not necessarily. The only time I think in recent history, uh, <laughs> the, the first one was Sarah Palin. But there's no uh, way no, that uh, Glenn Close. Actually, uh, Reagan's opponent in 84 had a female vice That's true. So, That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, but Glenn Close is not a Republican. No. No, Glenn Close would not stand for that. No. She's too busy killing Dalmatians, which is, <laughs> for a very long time, I thought the only movie she was ever in. <laughs> <laughs> The ultimate Republican move. I, think <laughs> I mean, um, that was my first introduction to her. Leave me alone. Or it's like a very libertarian where she's like, there's no law against it. I can kill as many. I can kill. I should be, I should I be allowed to kill any Dalmatian I own or steal. Because there is no thing. There's nothing about. There's nothing in the, the rule book about stealing, unless <laughs> their pee is not cloudy. Oh god! How she cloudy was How cloudy how was cloudy the, that pee was? Was the pee on those Dalmatians? <laughs> Uh yeah, so what's your category? Hail boy, hail yeah. to the chief, hail to the beefcake. I guess you can guess mine. Make your wet dreams come true. So <laughs> I feel like this has to go to Kelly or I, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. think it should be a slash category because it is the okay. same, same category. category. Yeah, hail, hail boy, hail, hail to the beefcake to the beefcake. <laughs> yes, nice, nice. Hail boy, hail. Uh, <laughs> our final person on the list is Tom Beck played by Morgan Freeman in Deep Impact. The aka not Armageddon. Not Armageddon. <laughs> uh, Tom Beck is best, President Tom Beck is best known for his leadership of, uh, during the ELE, E-L-E extinction level event um, after an enormous comment <laughs> Some enormous comment. Somebody got angry on YouTube and, and the whole was a fucking crisis. Uh, after an enormous comet is discovered coming towards Earth, Beck exhibited leadership by making sure that there was a plan with the Russians to construct spacecraft to alter the comet's path with nuclear weapons and make sure that there were enough shelters built to house Americans to try to protect the population. Do you know how hard it is to write 
a syn- <laughs> to write a biography without just making a synopsis for a movie. <laughs> Appa- apparently, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, it's kind of helpfully in this particular case. Yeah. Yeah. He... Because we know nothing beyond that. Like, what is his opinion on tariffs? Do we uh, do, like, do we have a president with trade or like any other topic? Do we have what a president with abortion? Beck in the name? Uh, uh, this is probably so. this might be the least presidential of all. I would agree. Like referentially, his name is Tom. Not also, Thomas. also it's snappy. I like it. Yeah. Tom Beck. Um, have you seen this movie? No. I saw I this movie in theaters. Uh, me too. Yeah, because it came out the same year as uh, Armageddon, and I watched it with like like a friend of mine from middle school at the theater. I feel like yeah. my parents read in the newspaper and figured out what, and like one, like Roger Ebert <laughs> was like, "This is the thinking man's comet movie," and we went to go see <laughs> that one instead of the other. Um, I was it's a lot more boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But that's... I wonder. I bet it's aged better. I do like oh, this yeah. is this oh, is yeah. this I is the that. this is oh, the. Um, this is like of the Watchmen school of politics where it's like, if there is an alien force more alien than our than foreign people, all of the world unites against it. This is like, spoiler alert, exactly like Arrival and also the Watchmen. <laughs> um, but I think Morgan Freeman is like an amazing presidential choice. Totally. Yeah. He is a great presidential choice. I also... I have not seen this movie. I've watched clips of it. He looked like a good pre- like mm-hmm. I would, you know. Okay. If a man with Morgan Freeman's voice ran for president, if Morgan Freeman I mean, ran for president yeah. but wasn't Morgan Freeman, he would win. His name is Barack Obama. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's kind of true. Um, I'm aware. Yeah, it is sort of funny. Do you think so? This was the thinking man's Armageddon. Armageddon for sure. I do think it was more about like policy and also like like um uh international relations in that way it was not about climate change isn't that weird certainly yeah <laughs> well i think to be fair to be fair <laughs> neither of them are climate yeah. change is a terrifying sort of rapidly occurring thing but i think still a comet smashing into the earth would be a much more dramatic version of well and also change. we didn't yeah. it's not like people were like come here come here comet <laughs> It's pretty toasty. Bring some ice. People weren't like, I am actively living. All the corporations surrounding me are actively hastening this comment coming towards <laughs> us. Um, ExxonMobil uh, has lassoed a comet and is pulling it down to Earth. There might be oil in it. Don't know. <laughs> no. They don't know yet. Um, so it's sort of funny that it's sort of apolitical in that way. Yeah. yeah. Have you watched Armageddon since? Oh, I bet it's rough. No, I mean, I haven't seen Armageddon I just since I was like a child. I wonder if it's because Armageddon, I have never seen it either, but it seems to be more of like a NASA-driven thing as opposed to a it's, president-driven it's thing. It's definitely yeah. an action movie. Yes. Like, I don't think the president... Whereas this is a thriller, right? <laughs> yes, and Morgan Freeman is definitely... There are, like, there's, like, more of a, like, a beefcake dude, yeah. and you, like, follow his story with his family, like, like it's fleeing to yeah. the mountains. Mm-hmm. But Morgan Freeman is considered... It's more of a Bill Pullman situation where Will Smith, Jeff Goldblum, and Bill Pullman form this triad yes. that, like, saves the day. That's more like that. Whereas in Armageddon, I think, like, the president is sort of, like, a background character. I don't know if you actually see the president, do you? I can't remember. It's been years, but... I feel um, like you must, but I don't remember who it was. If you only see Will yeah. Smith, and no, not Will Smith. Oh, you're or not Will Smith. Uh, Bruce Willis. Uh, Bruce Willis. I got easy, one of those parts of it. To make. And uh, Ben Affleck, Affleck, who they fixed his teeth for that movie. That's amazing. Um, 
Yeah, I can't imagine why this was the thinking man's version <laughs> of the movie. Oh, you know, like famously in the uh, commentary for Armageddon, <laughs> uh, Ben Affleck is like, yeah, and like one of the first times I ever met it, I, was, I asked the whoever wrote it, like, why are they training oil drillers to be astronauts instead of astronauts to be oil drillers? And I'm like, shut up, Affleck. <laughs> Such a, that's such a good point. It's a great oh point. God. Oh my gosh. Shut your mouth. Oh. <laughs> I can't decide if that's just like a one. I can't decide if that's like a wonderful commentary on like how we think about um, physical labor and like base raw ability. Yeah. Or if it's just them being like. Well, it's in the script. Yeah. <laughs> so. that's what I said. And I didn't think of that. And I'm infallible. Yeah. Like the Pope. But ben, you should have brought this up months ago. Yeah. Okay. Shut up. Jesus. Because I, it's not that way because I didn't think of it. I'm going <laughs> to sing that Aerosmith song now. <laughs> All right. Um, my category was perfect political proficiency because he was a very adept president. He was. Okay, sometimes the stars align in a way that it's just shocking. Um, it's 1968. No comets for us. <laughs> Don't I wish. It's 1968. It's Richard Nixon. The slogan, this time, vote like your whole world depended on it. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, honest, man. That yeah. honestly should be what people yeah. run. Whoever eventually... <laughs> whoever runs on it now should have... <laughs> yeah, whoever runs against Trump should... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I called this... Rising sea levels? Hold my beer. Because I think it's like one upping climate change. It's like, nope, it's something even more dramatic. Um, I I mean, Andrew, it's Andrew. Thank you, thank you. I I just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the wet dream joke really started me off, and this is what ended me. I was like, oh, yep, great. That wet dream started you off? Yeah. Thanks, Al Smith. Oof. (laughs) Um, uh, (laughs) We are at the end of our list. Yay! Yay! But we're not at the end of the things we want to say. No! Hooray! Uh, Hooray! This is when I will plug what a great opportunity it is in 2020 to learn to be an election inspector at your local level. Uh, You could just contact your city and ask if they need election inspectors, and they probably do. And you will get paid minimum wage to go and make sure that democracy runs smoothly. Sometimes there's some slow stuff happening there. Short-staffed. Short-staffed. Overworked. Fix that short-staffing problem with your body and brain. Yes. Um, It is really great. It feels really great to do. Um, It's fun. Take a day off work. It is great to do. So, Kelly is a wonderful patriot. Yes. Um, First, she was... First, she was a election inspector, and now she run like you I'm a run chief election inspector. Yes. So I run a uh, polling site in Milwaukee. Yes, and she convinced me to become an election inspector, which is really that's really weird because like an election inspector sounds like it's going to be like you're like making sure the election goes right, but you're like doing the work. You're looking up people yes. in books. You're making sure they sign up. Um, what I did when I uh, worked an election with Kelly is I registered people to vote, and that was which we can do in Wisconsin. You can register can do day same of. day, and it was. The most patriotic I have felt. I did this post Trump, the Trump election. Yes, you did 2018. 2018. And it was the most patriotic I have felt since 
Trump got elected. Yes. It felt really good to see the election process at work. It feels cool to see the fact that it's built entirely on regular people. Yes. Who just donate or are getting paid very little for their time. Yes. To make sure that people have the right to vote and further democracy. Yes. Democracy! Democracy! If you are worried about democracy, if you are worried about, honestly, if you are worried about, like, that people are voting twice, come on over and work an election and see how that is really (laughs) not possible or worth it. It would be so much work to help someone vote twice. I promise you that not one person has ever come into my polling site wearing different hats, and I thought... (laughs) I've never seen you before. Um, So it just makes you feel good about uh, what you are doing, democracy. Don't just do it on a presidential election. Come hang out on primaries. Uh, Come hang out for those little election where judges are there. Uh, It's really great to learn the people in your neighborhood. Yeah, and and also you can just volunteer at your polling place. Yes, you can just volunteer at the place right down the street from your house. Which means you'll see all your neighbors and it'll be kind of fun. Yes. Um the other nice thing about it is I would definitely recommend doing it more than once. Yes. Do a small election first so that you become competent because yes. it is not a simple job in my opinion. Yes. Hello friends. It so for the 2020 election, I know Milwaukee alone brings in an extra 200,000 uh election people. Um, so, you know, start early, get a first one under your... Get a dry run. Yeah, get a dry run in and uh, see what you like about it. Yeah. And then if you feel, if you like it, if you get a little buzz, enjoyable, makes your election day feel special, do it. Do it. It's wonderful. And that's our PSA about voting. <laughs> Yay. Also, go <clears throat> fucking vote. Go yeah. vote. You might not get to vote for anyone quite as um, sexy. Sexy... <laughs> Or wild as this list. Yes. But we kind of hope not. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what? I just want somebody who's nice and competent and who, uh, you know. I want radical thinkers, not radical doers. Appearers. Yeah. No, I want them to be radically doing. I just don't need them to be crazy looking. Yeah. Yeah. Or like crazy hot. Yep. But I mean, perk. Nice. Yeah. As always, guys, thank you so much for listening in. We deeply appreciate it. Um, please continue to do so. Please uh, tell your friends and family in the new year to check out the show uh, and see what we do. Um, and of course, please, if you got a second, go to your podcast platform of choice. And if you'd like, uh, give us a rating, ideally five stars. Uh, and if you're feeling really uh, contributive, uh, give us a little bit of a review. Glowing, preferably. <laughs> Outrageous.